Okay. The truth is, real reason why I haven't been uploading is the same as always. I was both too lazy and I just did not have anything good to talk about. On top of that, I have just been having some complications with choosing which school I'm going to be transferring to now that I have officially finished my associate degree at my junior college. Um, but aside from that, let's just get on right to the video, okay? This is something I've actually been really dying to talk about, but now um, I was just waiting on a certain um, uh, checkpoint in time for it to pass, and now that that checkpoint has passed, it's finally time that I talk about it. So, uh, now I don't know if I've ever mentioned this prior in any of my episodes, but I'm a huge professional wrestling fan, and I'm not talking about, you know, like Olympic-style wrestling, you know, the headgear, the mat, whatever, yada, yada, yada. I'm talking about, like, the televised entertainment, the stuff that's quote-unquote fake, although, you know, it's the stuff that's, you know, predetermined, a wrestling ring, the championship belt, all that stuff. So, um, today in WWE, there's nothing too extravagant going on with the company overall, but there is one thing that has always been bringing me back more than anything else for nearly three whole years, there has been one key factor that has always kept me tuned into their programming. Three words. The bloodline storyline. Now you're probably wondering, who exactly are the bloodline and what is their storyline? So allow me to explain. So, in professional wrestling, there have been a handful of, like, you know, dynasty families, the McMahons, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, people may know the the McMahons. There's also Rhodes family, um, Flair family. But in my opinion, arguably the best one is the Anawahi family. So of course, Pacific Islander tribal people. Um, they've bred some of the uh, wrestling's greatest stars. Most notably, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's the most um successful, like actor in the world now. And he started in professional wrestling, and he came from their family. However, there have also been many names. Many other names to come out of the family, and most notably, I'm using stage names here, Roman Reigns and the Uso brothers, Jimmy and Jay. And these all three, these three guys are cousins with each other, except, of course, you know, Uso brothers, they're, they're twins. Um, these people, these guys have um, spent their lives together, so, you know, a true family bond, hence why, our, hence why they are the bloodline and homage to their family relations and their family heritage and everything and that's the reason why the storyline i'm about to talk to you about is just so good because they know their own backgrounds and have essentially turned the they've turned a wrestling show into a drama series but it's not like one of those cringeworthy drama series it's actually one where you can understand like the emotion the emotion within it and it feels like uh it feels genuine and it's something that you just you can't help but um you don't want to look away even for a split second. Otherwise, the best things will just pass you by. So anyway, the storyline. But before I actually get into like the and general aspects of the story of the storyline, there has to be some some prelude, and allow me to explain that in just like hopefully less than two minutes. Okay, here we go. So, in March of twenty twenty, when COVID first emerged and the pandemic, you know, first came to the states and all that. Roman Reigns took a leave of absence from WWE, which would last until August of that same year. So he basically was out for five months in order to ensure that any COVID system, sorry, not systems, any COVID symptoms would potentially cause his leukemia to resuscitate. The disease first affected him in his early 20s, and he was able to deal with it for a while. But then 11 years later, in October of 2018, it had returned. He took four months off. Had to relinquish the belt he had because he was the world champion at the time. Um, he beat the disease and returned to the company as if nothing had ever happened. So, so he had returned. Sorry, going back to twenty twenty. Now he had returned after five months, at, at, in August, and he returned as a villain character. And this was essentially the turning point that would save Roman Reigns' career because basically before he went on hiatus due to COVID, he was um, a good guy, but no one really wanted him to be like the guy of the company. People hated him. So they finally, they, they were just clamoring for, to bring him back as a bad guy. So when he came back, he finally was a bad guy. Um, yeah, so he came back. Um, so yeah, so he made his return at a pay-per-view called SummerSlam. One week later, he won back the title that he never lost. And um, upon his return, he adopts the, the nicknames of, you know, 
uh, I'm the tribal chief and the head of the table as um, an homage to, you know, you know, tribal culture and his, his own uh, family's culture. Um, whilst having a man by the name of Paul Heyman, greatest manager in WWE as of right now, um, by his side. And he was known as the special counsel or the wise man. So um, Heyman's role in what I'm about to talk to you right now is not really the... Um, uh, the most important thing right now, but I it will definitely add some importance later on um, in the storyline. Okay, so right after uh, Roman Reigns had won back the championship, he immediately entered into a feud with a, a also returning uh, Jay Uso. Now Jay, with his brother Jimmy, the Uso brothers, they uh, were taken off of TV after Jimmy had been sidelined with an injury, and usually in wrestling when... Te- uh, for tag teams, even when just only one person of the team has been sidelined with an injury, both members are usually taken off of TV. So they were both off TV for about five, six months, give or take, and uh, Jay Uso decided to come back. Okay, J- Jimmy was still sidelined with an injury, but the WWE brought back Jay uh, by himself, and he was the first challenger for Ro- Roman Reigns and his um uh, his blue belt because that's it's. His, the world championship that Roman Reigns had, it was essentially just a giant blue belt. So I'll just call it that for simplicity's sake. Anyway, in the lead-up to the um, uh, September pay-per-view called uh, Night of Champions, um, Roman Reigns, you could tell that he was starting to get like more and more arrogant. And then uh, by the time the pay-per-view had come, you could tell that he did not want Jay to take his place as like the... Um, the head of the table, the tribal chief, because in the build-up to it, Roman Reigns kept telling um, Jey Uso, listen, I love you, you're going to take, you, you can have your payday, but at the end of the day, um, um, our entire family, our entire um, livelihood, it really reflects around me. I mean, like, you're a good supporting act, but the main event always has been and always will be me. I'm sorry I have to tell you that way, but it is what it is, and there's nothing you can do about it. And if you want to do something about it, I can't let you do that. So... The match actually happened, and it's completely one-sided, okay? And by the end of it, Paul Heyman is um, basically saying, you know, I acknowledge you, my tribal chief, because Roman Reigns wants Jey Uso to say it, but Jey Uso is is continuing to defy Roman's orders and saying, basically just uh, putting on like an Iron Man performance, you know, just uh, like the the never-give-up attitude. And eventually, Jimmy Uso comes down, still limping because of his, you know, torn ACL, still um, rehabbing his injury, and he's forced to throw in the towel because Jey Uso will not say I quit or will not bow down to Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns just keeps brutalizing him. So he's forced to throw in the towel. And that's the match. Okay. And Jimmy Uso says, I acknowledge you. He acknowledges you. But we don't actually hear Jey Uso say that. So because we don't hear Jey Uso actually say that, he go the next, um, the next episode of the weekly program, the weekly show on TV, he says... I, you did not, uh, sorry, I did not acknowledge you, uh, and because of that, I, because I did not surrender to you, I'm, I'm invoking a rematch, and then Roman Reigns says, you know what, okay, I'm going to give you a rematch, but here's the thing, if you win, then you can be, like, the head of the table, you can be the tribal chief, the, the entire family is yours to run, He's, I don't know why they're making it sound like it's a mafia family, but they're making it sound that way, even though it's just a regular family, so anyway, he says, if you win, the family is yours to run and you're the head of the table. The company revolves around you. But if I win, you, your brother Jimmy, and all of your, um, uh, uh, and all of your immediate family and the foregoing generations that come after you guys, they're all out of the family. We're, we're, we're basically going to turn our backs on you and blacklist you. I have no idea how Roman Reigns is able to speak for the entire family, um, both for generations that he is in, the ones that came before him, and the future generations that come after him. And why he's the only one that gets to say anything, but no, that's WWE for you. Um, so Jimmy, sorry, no, excuse me. Jay says, "Okay, I will do that, and it's going to be an I quit match." Uh, Roman Reigns accepts, and he says, "I will make sure that you actually say the words I quit, and I will make sure that when you do say the words I quit, you're going to fall in line just like everyone else." So um, the match happens, uh, very good, just like the previous match. And this is October of 2020, by the way. And he finally, he being um, Jey Uso, is forced to say I quit because Jimmy Uso, just like the last match, and this match too, he also interferes basically trying to break up the family, the family tension, the family drama happening. But Roman Reigns attacks him and Jey Uso is kind of like lying, uh, lying down there because he's already been beaten up. 
And to save his brother from worsening his leg and all that stuff, any other potential injuries, he says, I quit. And then soon after that, uh, Jay Uso turns heel, which is in wrestling means becomes a bad guy. Turning face means you become a good guy. Turning heel means you become a bad guy. Um, so he turns heel by being associated with um, uh, Roman Reigns. And he allows, sorry, and he being Roman Reigns, um, allows himself to manipulate Jay Uso into to the point where um, he's abiding hit he's a, uh, abiding his every command and he essentially becomes his right hand man. Jay Uso becomes Roman Reigns' his right hand man. So over the next few months, from essentially from like November twenty twenty all the way up until May of two thousand twenty one, Roman Reigns is doing the same thing, abusing Jay Uso and being a be just being a conniving manipulator whilst defeating all of his opponents with Jey Uso running interference. Now, the reason why I'm not mentioning um, most of these matches and all that stuff, um, the matches that don't involve the, the immediate family going up against each other, is because they really have no impact on the family drama part of the storyline, so we're just skipping out on for all of these. But basically, once a month, um, Roman Reigns is, is having a match on pay-per-view, pretty much always the main event, and he's beating everyone. So that's really all that, that, that's really all that matters. However, things um, would pick up back in May of uh, 2021. So, like I said prior, just now, um, from November 2021 all the way up until April, beginning of May 2021, things are pretty much the same thing. Um, Jey Uso just kind of getting abused by Roman Reigns, yada, yada, yada. But things, the family drama side of things would, would pick up by the end of May. Jimmy Uso would finally return after a full year of rehabbing his um, leg injury. And he immediately states to Roman, listen... I have acknowledged you, but I don't like how you've been treating Jay, and I'm sh- you're, you're sure as hell not going to be disrespecting me like that. And after a few weeks of Jimmy and Roman trying to convince Jay that the other side is wrong, you know, Ro- Roman's saying, you know, see what your, your brother is doing? He's trying to he's trying to turn you against me, basically trying to destroy everything. And Jimmy is saying, see what Roman's doing? He's manipulate manipulating you because the person you are right now, you're not my. You are not the person who I want to consider my brother right now. This is not who you really are. So after a few weeks of that, pretty much a month of that, um, Roman Reigns convinces both of them that they have to be on the same page in order for all of them to be at the top of the company and how it's about not just about himself, but all of them and everything that their family has done for them and the and for the company over the last 30 to 40 years. So essentially, a whole bunch of manipulating to convince them to look out for him so he can stay on top. That's like the general goal, but they're, they're too blind to realize that because, again, Roman Reigns is a master manipulator. And so then at the end of July, or by the end of July, the Usos have won the, the tag team belts. Okay, so Roman Reigns has the blue world championship, and now Jimmy and Jay, the Usos, have the blue the blue strapped tag team belts, okay? Because there's two different brands of quote unquote yeah, two two different quote unquote brands in the company. There's Raw and SmackDown. SmackDown has all the blue stuff. Raw has all like the red and black stuff, yada yada. So they all, all have the blue belts and following this, the summer of twenty twenty one, this is like August, September, whatnot, um, shifts the focus away from the family drama and more solely on Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. Now, remember I said Paul Heyman at the beginning, not really playing too much of a key factor in this, uh, aside from, you know, just kind of delivering promos on Roman Reigns' behalf. But um, in August of 2021, after Roman Reigns would beat John Cena, Brock Lesnar, another awesome UFC fighter turned professional wrestler, actually turned professional wrestler, turned UFC fighter, turned back to professional wrestler, would return to the WWE and um, automatically enter a feud in, with Roman Reigns, and the thing that makes this feud unique, as opposed to all the other all the other ones that have come before it, was be uh, Paul Heyman for like almost twenty plus years was Brock Lesnar's manager as um, right before he became a Roman Reigns's special counsel or wise man. So the whole storyline was centered around where Heyman's allegiance was lying. Brock was basically trying to play it off as if he and Heyman were in hoots and trying to set up Roman Reigns uh, for their next pay-per-view match, which happened in October of 2021. Um, long story short, they were not. Reigns, uh, they were they were not in cahoots. Reigns would go on to win that match, but it was clear that the feud was not over. And by the end of 2021, Roman Reigns was, you know, s- still having to deal with um, Brock Lesnar. He still did not trust Paul Heyman. Um, and he, yeah, by the end of 2021, he fired Paul Heyman and basically, he, he left him for dead. He fired him as his counsel, and 
Paul Heyman was like, uh, had no direction. So then, at least not for a couple of days, because, you know, just like less than a week after he was fired by Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman is seen reunited with Brock Lesnar as his, you know, uh, as his manager and all that stuff, which was something that was never really explained. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty much that. They just never explained why I'm, uh, if Brock Lesnar just forgave him or if Paul Heyman just said, okay, yeah, I'm, uh, this guy dumped me, so now I'm tagging along with you. They never explained that. Um, but the overall payoff from what is seen at face value was that, um, they actually weren't cahoots the whole time. That's what is seemed to have been played off, um, shown on TV. Okay. So then, um, Brock Lesnar, he's supposed to be fighting Roman Reigns at the, uh, the first pay-per-view of 2022. Roman Reigns gets leukemia. So Brock Lesnar is put in to another world championship match with a black belt instead of a blue belt. And he wins that match. So then, um... Um, Brock Lesnar goes into the next pay-per-view fight defending his own black belt against another guy named Bobby Lashley. Um, and in that match, Roman Reigns runs interference and it um, turns out that Paul Heyman turns on Brock Lesnar and, and he and Roman Reigns were in cahoots the whole time. They were just sending up Brock Lesnar um, to ensure that he would lose the his own black world championship belt. And he uh, he did end up losing it, and even though he would regain it just a few weeks later, he being Brock Lesnar, he would regain the black belt. <gasps> a few weeks later, they um, would reignite their feud, and it would transition into the main event of WWE's biggest annual pay-per-view, WrestleMania. And that, honestly, long story short, would be a incredibly disappointing match, despite them... Um, basically building up, building it up for the best part of six months, and it was a championship unification match. Roman Reigns' blue belt against Brock Lesnar's uh, black belt. Whoever wins the match wins both titles. Roman Reigns won, and Brock Lesnar was basically gone for like uh, a good four to six months after that. So again, just a reminder, uh, we are at the point where Roman Reigns has become the quote-unquote undisputed world champion in WWE. So, after that unification match at their WWE's biggest annual pay-per-view, the Usos also go and claim the other um, brand called Monday Night Raw, the other brand's world, ta- world uh, tag team belts. So, both um, Roman Reigns and both Uso brothers have two individual belts of their own, okay? And as all of this is happening, the beginning of the best arc is underway. So, a man named Sami Zayn, who is at this point in time, this is like April, May of 2022, right? Um, the unification match was like at the beginning of April. Now we've moved on to like the end of April, beginning of May. So in May of 2022, Sami Zayn is looking to basically just find some love, no homo. Uh, he's just been completely down in his luck, and he has not been able to find support from anyone, so he finally goes to Roman Reigns in the bloodline, hoping that they will accept him and become like an honorary member within their bloodline. And um, you know, after about you know a few months of um, uh, segments uh, with you know uh, Sami Zayn just accompanying them to the ring, all that stuff, trying to basically build their trust. Roman Reigns and Jimmy Uso eventually see Sami Zayn as, you know, like, like, like a non-threat and like he's genuine. He, he really wants to be a part of the bloodline. Of course, he's not like their actual blood, but he does care about this family. He does. He has respect for this family. So, yeah, let's, you know, we have no problem with making him an honorary member. However, when he does become an honorary member, Jey Uso does not see him as like being genuine at all. He see because Sami Zayn's gimmick prior to this was like a mentally deranged like master strategist in his own right you know uh, as opposed to you know Roman just kind of being like an evil manipulator Sami Zayn just kind of has like like a master like long-term strategy type of gimmick like he's able to plan things out many um um many many weeks if not months in advance and he's always able to understand where things are going because he has like all control of the entire situation but um so Kevin so not Kevin Owens sorry I'll get to Kevin Owens in a little bit. So Jey Uso sees that, uh, sees Sami Zayn basically just trying to, again, create a wedge within the bloodline, basically uh, destroy the iron fist that they have 
over the entire WWE company. Um, and while this is happening, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn's best friend and arch rival, kind of going back and forth for many, many years at this point, tells him, listen, Sami, they are just using you. You are, you are in deep denial. They are just using you. They are only want you around as an extra warm body to ensure that the Usos, and especially Roman Reigns, stays on top. They really don't care about you. And you're an idiot if you really think otherwise. And Sami Zayn does continue to refuse this. And while this is happening, as always, Roman Reigns basically having one match per month on pay-per-view, main event, beating everyone. Until September of 2022, right? So, um... Temporarily moving over, uh, moving away from the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Ju, so um, trust part of this angle. Um, Roman Reigns is going up against Drew McIntyre in a match on pay per view. Uh, yeah, on pay per view again, because at this point in time, Roman Reigns only wrestles on pay per view. He does not wrestle on TV. Um, and Drew McIntyre has the match won. He's uh, he's going to win. The championship and Roman Reigns at this point has had the title the whole time. So from August of 2020 to September 2022, so he's basically had it for two years at this point, and he's going to win the match. Uh, so he, being Drew McIntyre, is going to win the match and the title uh, and the titles, I should say, because Roman Reigns has two. When a mystery man basically pulls the referee out and like knocks him out, and you know the the, the one two three count for Drew McIntyre to win the match and the belts has not been complete, and it's his stage name is Solo Sokoa, but he really should just be called Solo Uso, if anything, because he is Jimmy and Jay Uso's youngest brother. So there's three brothers, and Solo's the youngest. And now they have the company has brought him up from a show called NXT, which is basically all like the new guys, the developmental guys. So this was his main roster debut, and he joins the bloodline automatically in the process and helps Roman Reigns win by the skin of his teeth. So now, including Sami Zayn, there are now five members of the bloodline. Solo Sokoa, um, the Uso brothers, Sami Zayn, on, again, honorary member, and Roman Reigns at the helm. So the following week of, um, so, so yeah, so the following Friday episode of weekly programming after the pay-per-view with Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre and all that stuff, Solo Sokoa, he comes across Sami Zayn and he goes, so the tribal chief Roman Reigns, um... He sees you as the honorary member. I can see exactly what he's talking about because he, and the way how he says it at first, you know, like like he sees you as the honorary member, basically saying um, it comes across the delivery sounds like he's about to say like, dude, you're a joke. Um, Jey Uso was completely right about you. You have no business being in here. But he actually does accept him alongside Jimmy and Roman Reigns. And at this point in time, speaking of Roman Reigns, he's getting incredibly impatient with um, uh, Jey Uso and how he is not accepting Sami Zayn at all and basically saying that, you know, this man is here to help us and you are just causing nothing but problems. As a matter of fact, I don't want to see you right now. Get out. He, so he's basically, he is favoring Sami Zayn more than his own, than his own uh, cousin right now because his cousin is just, in his eyes, it's just causing him problems. So, and while this is happening, um, Sami Zayn becomes, uh, he was kind of, um, according to the WWE reports, it was, this, the storyline with Sami Zayn being in the bloodline was not supposed to last no more than like three, four weeks, but Sami Zayn became just so entertaining and became a fan favorite with the entire crowd that they just, this ended up going on for several, several months, and I'll get into those several more months in uh, in just a moment but while this was happening a little side note from the main story um he ended up creating for what was a short time the most popular catchphrase and most sold merchandise in all of wwe and it was um and it was the phrase usi so u-c-e-y and Sami Zayn would um basically he 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 didn't create the phrase, but he was one who made it incredibly popular he said you know listen roman jay uso he's just I mean, he said he said some messed up things, and he's been causing some problems. I'll I'll give you that, but you know, he's just not being himself right now. He's just been very very oozy, and every time he says that, the camera in which, um, the, the camera um that is being shot on the, all of these people in the bloodline, all five of these guys, zooms in, especially on Jay, and Jay Uso was trying his damnedest to not break character. He's literally covering his mouth 
and his face so that the camera doesn't see that he's smiling and laughing under his breath. Um, and thankfully, he was able to just barely get away with it. And he even had to like turn around and face the crowd just so he would not be looking at the hard camera, just smiling and laughing and laughing and snickering. It, it, it was just very good entertaining segments. So go, go look it up. Sami Zayn, Jey Uso, Usi promo. Just, it, it's a very, very funny segment. Even if you have not watched wrestling, it's just, it's just very, very entertaining. Anyway, so, but in actuality, you know, like, in storyline, that is, Jey Uso was still just not um, allowing Sami Zayn into his, like, um, I wouldn't say like personal life, but he's basically, he's still just not trusting Sami Zayn at all. And Roman Reigns says, okay, um, in the same promo in which they're all kind of breaking character, Roman Reigns says, okay, you know what? You better get along with this guy. I'm going to give you um, two weeks. If you're not, um, if you have not uh, come to terms with this guy, um, I'm going to do something you're not going to like. And he doesn't exactly say what it is, but um, he says, uh, it, the choice is up to you. If you want to find out the surprise, um, then continue arguing. But if you want, if you do not want me to do something that you're not going to like, I suggest that you, that you make up, that you make up with him and accept him as a part of the bloodline, as a part of his family. So a few more months go by and this promo, by the way, this is happening in like August of 2022 now. Wait, no, sorry. Yeah, about September, October, I'd say. And, uh, yeah, cause this is after like the whole Clash of the Castle thing with Drew McIntyre. That was the name of the pay-per-view, by the way. So this is like October, 2022. So then the next month, Kevin Owens finally comes back to TV. He had been written off um, after he, I mean, you know, after him saying to Sami Zayn, you know, these people are not your uh, friends. They are just using you. Um, back in August or whatever, he got like attacked backstage and they, and WWE wrote him off TV while the whole storyline with um, Sami Zayn, Jay Uso, and the rest of the bloodline would continue to develop and gain momentum. So they finally brought him back to TV, and there was the next pay-per-view in November of 2022 called Survivor Series War Games, and it was a five-on-five match. All five members of the bloodline, including, including Sami Zayn, would go up against Kevin Owens and his entire team. Um, and long story short, at the end of the match, um, Sami Zayn pledged his loyalty to the bloodline by basically, you know, hitting um, Kevin Owens with a nut, sh uh, um, a nut shot and allowing Jay Uso, the person who, the only person in the bloodline who didn't trust him, he allowed him to like have all the credit for himself. Basically, he, he gave him the winning fall. And after it was all said and done, as they're all celebrating in the ring, Jay Uso finally hugs Sami Zayn. So now the bloodline is in full force. Everyone is on the same page now. There is absolutely no tension within the bloodline as of this specific moment. So after the Survivor Series War Games match in November 22, after that whole thing commenced, and now that the bloodline is in full force, um, Sami Zayn, not Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens would uh, continue to go after Roman Reigns in the bloodline, and he would actually challenge Roman Reigns for the belts. He actually had done that like two years prior, and now we get to January of this year, 2023. So the Royal Rumble pay-per-view is what it's called. And um, my gosh, this, this was the, in my opinion, the pinnacle part of the, sorry, the pinnacle part of the best arc in the entire story. So in the lead up to the match, uh, yeah, in the lead up to the pay-per-view and the match, Kevin Owens would continue to talk about, he would isolate Sami Zayn when he was alone backstage, not with the bloodline. He wouldn't attack him or anything, but he would say, you know, basically more of the same thing. You know, Roman Reigns is using you, and I don't really, and personally, I honestly don't know what the the main difference was. It's, I can't remember the exact words that were used, but essentially it was more of the same. Roman Reigns is using you, and, you know, j just give it time, and you will see how ab how abusive and manipulative Roman Reigns will be, and you're just, you're no better than the Usos because they've been falling for the same, they've been falling for the, the, the same BS, the same chicanery as well. And then Paul Heyman, the wise man, the special counsel to um, Roman Reigns, he has been saying, he's, uh, it went from Jay Uso, now Paul Heyman is the one saying, hey, uh, um, my, he always addresses Roman Reigns as, by saying, quote, my tribal chief. So he says, my tribal chief, um, this, 
I, pre I present you with exhibit A, B, and C. This is the reason why Sami Zayn cannot be trusted and Jey Uso, um, his initial thoughts were right. We cannot trust this guy. Um, so there is a little bit of more tension in the bloodline again. It's about, you know, where, where Sami Zayn's loyalty lies. Uh, again, is it with Kevin Owens, his best friend, you know, is on and off again, best friend? Or is it with the family who has finally accepted him or so, or so they may seem that it, that they have accepted him, quote unquote. And at this point in time, um, Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa, they are kind of like iffy. They're kind of just going with like the flow. But Jay Uso is the only one who's like actually standing up for Sami Zayn and says, with all due respect, I'm a tribal chief, all, all that chicanery, yada, 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 all the, I'm a smoke and mirror effects, all the storylines. The storyline, um, uh, nicknames and trademarks and catchphrases, whatever. He says, uh, with all due respect, Chief, uh, this man, he's been taking um, uh, bullets for the bloodline over the last, um, basically over the last eight to ten months now. This is my brother, and he, and he is my brother because he was the only one who saw the good in me the whole time, even when I neglected him. Even because this man... I it's no it's no secret I despise this man but and he continued to stick by me even when I was at my lowest point and that's what family does. So it had all come full circle for those guys, Jay Uso and Sami Zayn. So then we come to the pay-per-view itself, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. And he says, Sami Zayn, I want you to uh Roman Reigns saying, I want you to um to um uh, escort me to the ring tonight for the main event. I want you to sit, stand by at ringside and watch me destroy um, Sami Zayn. Sorry, I want you to watch. I want you to see me destroy your former best friend and to prove that you have officially left him behind and you are part of my family. And Sami Zayn is hesitant, but in the end, he says, "Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to escort you." And um, long story short, it's basically kind of how it, uh, the match between Kevin Owens and Norman Reigns. It's very closely resembles the first match between um, Roman Reigns and uh, uh, Jey Uso back in September 2020, but essentially just like 95% one-sided and all that. And Kevin Owens takes like some scary hits. Like his head hits like the back of like some steel steps, um, some like uh, an iron post, and uh, like some scary looking spots that were um, uh, that were aimed at his head. So thank goodness he didn't get a concussion or anything. And after he finally loses Kevin Owens, uh, the the entire bloodline comes out. The Usos and Solo Sokoa they finally come out and they end up just like kicking and beating him down. And they eventually handcuff both of his arms to the ropes. So he's so Kevin Owens has essentially no arms to help him. He he's literally armless essentially. Um. And eventually they're like just whacking him with chair shots, like to the stomach, to the back, to his legs, so he can't even like stand on his own two feet. And eventually, um, uh, Sami Zayn is just standing in the corner, and Roman Reigns is about to essentially like deliver the kill shot that will pretty much put him in a coma, like right at his head. And right as he's about to swing, Sami Zayn, and he, and here's where like the best moment of the entire, of the entire, uh, storyline happens in this moment. He gets. In between Sami Zayn, sorry, he gets in between Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns is hesitant because um, Sami Zayn says like like stop stop you don't need to do this this is beneath you like you've already proven your point he's finished he literally can't hurt no one look how bad that look how badly you've damaged him like it's okay you don't have to do this and then Roman Reigns he thinks for a moment and he looks down and again he has a chair in his hand and he says you know what you're right. And then he, and then he extends his arm to Sami Zayn with the chi, with the chair in his hand. He goes, "You're right. This he was your best friend. I shouldn't be the one to do it. You should be the one to do it." And oh my gosh, I'll never forget uh, this happened. Like I can't believe it's already been four months since this. Um, since I actually saw this live on the Peacock for free. The only reason why I watch Peacock anyway is to see the live versions of these WWE um, uh, live events slash pay per views, and. Yeah, so he says, you're, you're right. I shouldn't be the one to do it. You should be the one to do it. And Sami Zayn says, no, I don't want you to do it. No, he says, no, please. Um, I, uh, I would feel much more comfortable if no one did this. Like, we don't have to do this. Like, like I don't want to be the one to, like, basically deliver the kill shot. And um, uh, Roman Reigns is getting 
incredibly more frustrated. Sami Zayn is already like, I'm gonna take the chair from his hand. It, it was he was hesitant to do so, but he took the chair from his hand. Okay, and he is getting incredibly more um, uh, frustrated with Sami Zayn. The more he hesitates, eventually he starts shoving. He basically starts pie facing him, like shoving his hand in his face. Like, like, like what the hell's the matter with you? Like, like you are with us whether you want to, whether you want to be or not. And he finally sees what Kevin Owens was talking about. Roman Reigns finally being like this abusive manipulator who is only really in it for himself because um i, I will say because prior to this he kind of was like giving off like a threatening um uh, presence but he never really like a physically um uh, assaulted anyone uh up from from the time j jimmy Uso returned from like 20 from may of 2021 up until january of 2023 roman reigns never really like assaulted his own family he, he threatened them but he never really assaulted them uh, so he started like pie facing him. He was actually getting physical with um, uh, Sami Zayn. And then he turns his back. He turns his back and is facing Kevin Owens on the other side of the ring. And um, th th then the greatest moment of the entire um, storyline happened. He basically he's taunting Kevin Owens. He says, Sami Zayn is my family now. And as he's saying that, Sami Zayn with everyone in the crowd behind him because he's just so incredibly popular throughout the entire duration of of his, of his, um, uh, uh, time in the storyline, he whacks Roman in the back with the chair and betraying him in like the biggest face turn, the biggest turn for a good guy in like the last 10, 15 years. And the pop, the crowd reaction was so incredibly loud. It was, it was just so passionate because everyone was waiting for it. Everyone was waiting for it. It was essentially six months in the making from the time Six to eight months in the making from the time Sami Zayn first joined the bloodline to Jey Uso not trusting him, to Jey Uso actually trusting him, to Roman Reigns slowly becoming more abusive at the turn of the year. And it all led to this moment. And 20 seconds later, because everyone was just like frozen in place um, uh, after it had all happened, after he, he being Sami Zayn, whacked Roman Reigns in the back with the chair, the crowd going wild, everyone is uh, just... Frozen in shock. The Uso brothers, Solo Sokoa, um, Kevin Owens, of course, because he's dead. He's like literally lying on the ground. The only reason why he's kind of like slouched up is because, you know, he's being dragged by his hands that are handcuffed to the ropes. And even Paul Heyman, who's on the, um, uh, who's on the outside of the ring, just completely paranoid from what has just happened. Um, yeah, just, just in shock and awe. So then Jimmy Uso, because remember, Roman Reigns and Jimmy Uso were the ones who always appreciated Sami Zayn more than anyone else, more than Jimmy, of course, sorry, more than Jay, obviously, more than Solo Sokoa, more than Paul Heyman. And Jimmy was the one who launched the first attack on Sami Zayn. And they would eventually all, with the exception of Jay, and I'll get to that, but Jimmy was the one to basically knock Sami Zayn down with like um, a kick to the face and then like a bunch of chair shots. And that goes to show you that Jimmy never really cared about Sami Zayn. It was, it was fantastic storytelling. Jimmy didn't care about Sami Zayn. Solo Sokoa didn't care about Sami Zayn. But in the corner, in the opposite ring um, corner, Jey Uso, he stayed in the edge of the... He stayed in the corner for like a solid minute. And then after that, slowly left the ring, which it, it, all, it, all, it all came full circle. It, the whole storyline started with Jay Uso um, going against Roman Reigns, being the first in his entire family to ever do such a thing, and he was the one that walked out um, when Roman and everyone else had uh, basically just beat down on Sami Zayn, and Jimmy and Roman are basically saying, you know, you should not be feeling emotion towards this guy. This man is not your family. We are. We are, we are family. We're your cousins. We're your brothers. We're your blood. The, we are the bloodline. This man is a fake, and he stabbed us, in, stabbed us in the back. And, man, it was just off. For those of you who do not have Peacock, you guys got to download it and look up Royal Rumble 2023, and you guys have just – you guys have got to see the end of the main event. It was definitely, like, the biggest – like, the best final 15 minutes of any pay-per-view I have seen over the last – 10 years. It was legitimately that good. It, it, it was cinema. 
It was not, it transcended wrestling. It was, and it transcended just any type of drama. It was legit cinema. It was definitely something out of a movie. And I highly recommend you guys watch it. But as good as that would might be, we are not done with the story just yet. So then comes the next month, February of 2023, at the next pay-per-view. And in the build-up to this one, of course, it's definitely going to be Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns for the Undisputed um, World Championship. And meanwhile, you have to wonder where Jey Uso is lying in all of this. Because um, at the end of the Royal Rumble, as I just explained, Solo Sokoa, of course, Paul Heyman, and Jimmy Uso all pledged their allegiance. They showed their loyalty to the bloodline and Roman Reigns. But Jey Uso, since he was the one who walked out, he was kind of like, it, it was like the ultimate cliffhanger, definitely. With his, with his allegiance uncertain, that was um, the ultimate cliffhanger that made you want to tune in to see what would happen next. And uh, come, the, um, come the February pay-per-view, um, where the match um, between Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn took place, which was in Sami Zayn, um, his hometown of Montreal, Quebec, Canada. He's a Canadian, by the way, of course. In his hometown of Montreal, unfortunately, everyone, deep down, we all knew that Sami Zayn was not going to win. But man, the crowd was just so um, on fire. It, it was a basic wrestling match, but the crowd is what made it so just 10 times better. And in the match, um, uh, Jey Uso... There's a moment where you, uh, it's basically the exact same format as um, the Royal Rumble in January, the month prior. So instead of uh, Kevin Owens being like handcuffed or like you know leaning against the ropes, it's Sami Zayn. Instead of Sami Zayn holding the chair, it's Jey Uso. And Roman Reigns has his back turned to the man with the chair. And you think that it's going to be happening. Uh, that's Jey Uso is going to turn his back on the bloodline and finally stand up to Roman Reigns once and for all, do what he was too afraid to do for essentially the last um, year and a half, two years or so. And it does not happen. Before before he has a chance to do anything, um, Sami Zayn just kind of, it's like a house of fire, kind of uh, barrage attacking Roman Reigns. And as he's about to like kick him like really hard in the head, Roman Reigns moves out of the way and... Uh, Jey Uso is just, uh, he hits Jey instead, and Jey Uso, he's basically never seen again in the match. So, that was essentially another cliffhanger going into the next weekly programming. Um, and then, towards March, we're getting towards what is known as WrestleMania, by the way. Like, very end of March, early April, they're the biggest um, annual pay-per-view that they have. And at the be- at the beginning of March... It was and that it was finally revealed where Jey Uso's uh, his loyalties uh, had lied the whole time. So, um, since he was still the tag team champions with his brother Jimmy, they still had to defend the titles. Um, after they did, Sami Zayn comes out um, to to basically you know try to reason with him, saying, "Listen, it's not too late. We we can take down the bloodline together. It doesn't even have to be um." Uh, it doesn't have to be you or your your brothers or even Paul Heyman. It just has to be that scumbag Roman Reigns, and uh, Jimmy U- sorry Jay Uso seems to have accepted it. But right when uh, but Sami Zayn once again turns his back, and uh, as soon as he turns around, Jay Uso kicks him in the head, and he basically turns heel once again. When you thought he was a good guy. And he actually even embraced Sami Zayn like 30 seconds beforehand. He said, I trust you. You're my family. And it seemed as if they were going to go up against the um, uh, the entire bloodline. Uh, he basically um, uh, swerved everyone and said, you thought I was going to choose you? No, this, this is family, boy. And and basically said, uh, you know, my, my, uh, my loyalty, my allegiance is is and always will be with my family. And Sami Zayn really is not my family. Sami Zayn betrayed me. He, uh, I accepted him. Sorry, I thought that he was um, a real one. I thought he was a real brother. And he went and stabbed me in the back like that. He stabbed my brother in the back. He stabbed my cousin in the back. And as a result, I cannot be affiliated with him anymore. So then, um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, finally after all this time, um, after a whole bunch of back and forth, you know, denying everything, accepting everything, they finally um, uh, 
let bygones be bygones, and they challenged the Usos for the tag champs. Uh, yeah, by the way, worth mentioning, I don't think I've ever mentioned um, the tag team reign after they, um, they unified the, the belts. The Usos have never lost the belts prior to this. Um, they have been the undisputed tag champions at, at the same exact time that Roman Reigns has been the undisputed world champion. They've all, they've all been having all the belts this entire time for like 400 days plus. So WrestleMania uh, comes around. Uh, it's a two-night event thing. So the main event of night one, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, they join forces, best, best friends reunited, and they end the historic reign of the Usos. And now they're the, still to this day, they're the undisputed uh, tag team champions right now because the pay-per-view itself is like not even two months old. I think June 2nd and June 3rd, it will... um mark the two-month period. So we are not there just yet, but we almost are. And then night two, um, Roman Reigns um, successfully defended the Undisputed World Championship against a man named Cody Rhodes. And that was kind of a little bit of a controversial decision, the final outcome of that match. Um, And following this, Roman Reigns said, okay, you guys, I'm going to give you guys one more chance to reclaim those of those titles because if you don't there's going to be some severe consequences for both of you so basically he's like an abusive step parent at this point roman reigns because he's getting incredibly abused not just um manipulative but over the last few months he's been getting incredibly abusive he's just like that that silent um that, that silent violent type of guy when it really comes down to it that's him and they challenge for um, uh, the belts once again, the Usos do, and they lose. So then Roman Reigns says, you know what? That's it. You guys, I'm not giving you any more chances. Um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, they are going to defend the tag team champions. Uh, they, they are going to defend the belts. But it's going to be me and your guys' brother, Solo Sokoa, doing it. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So we finally come back to what happened as of me recording this, like three, uh, like two or three days ago, Night of Champions, May twenty seventh, twenty twenty three, um, uh, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Okay. The match happens. Okay, and oh yeah, by the way, I will say this one more, t- uh, one other thing. In the build up to this match, Kevin, uh, not Kevin, Sami Zayn, not nah, not Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens. Sorry, Jay and Jimmy Uso, especially Jimmy now. He has been getting incredibly frustrated. He says uh, he's been the one who to say, you know, uh, OJ, uh, we we are better than this. We can be doing this. Uh, he's not really he's like saying it, but he's like heavily implying it through like like um, facial expressions. Basically, um, he's had enough of Roman's BS and all his tyranny. He's had enough of Roman's tyranny. Okay. Uh, but when it comes down to it, he's willing to help um, the bloodline as long as Roman doesn't push him over the edge, basically. So then the match happens. So um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens defending the world champ, um, the undisputed champ tag championships against Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. Uh, Roman Reigns' belt, obviously, of course, is not on the line in this match. Uh, and for the first 10 minutes of the match, it was pretty much, you know, like your typical... Uh, 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 tag team match, not really too much action happening, but then the referee got knocked out. And that's been happening through a lot of these Roman Reigns matches, but like I said um, earlier, there's a reason why I did not go into detail for most of these matches, because they do not in, they do not um, really affect the family, um, the family drama aspect of the entire Bloodline storyline. But yeah, so the referee is knocked down, and while the referee is knocked down, um, the Usos run interference, and Roman Reigns told them specifically not to do that, okay? And they end up uh, successfully running in, beating up Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, but then, out of nowhere, once they go to attack um, Sami Zayn again, Sami Zayn moves out of the way, and they end up hitting their brother Solo, and Roman sees this, and he's getting incredibly, incredibly frustrated with, he's frustrated frustrated with them already, but now this is essentially to him, the straw that broke the camel's back, and basically saying, it is not your guys' time anymore, you guys blew your chance, and he's pie-facing Jey Uso again, and Jey Uso saying, hey, no, you don't have to do this, I always got your back, when it, um, uh, I always got your back, I'm not arguing with you, I always got your back, and he's still pie- pie-facing him, 
Roman, Roman Reigns actually keeps saying, why are you here? Why are you in my ring? And then he says, why are you touching me? Which is, I always think like, um, um, phrases like that are just funny to say. People always, um, narcissistic people who say, you know, I'm so good for you. I, it's, say it boggles my mind why you think you have the right to touch me. (laughs) But, um, yeah, he said that. And then as he turns around, Jimmy Uso, who, um, by the time, um, the camera zoomed in on his face right after he did this, he looked like he was a crackhead. It looked like he was tweaking out on some meth or something. He super kicked Roman Reigns and it it wasn't as loud as the Sami Zayn, I'm a chair shot pop from January, but man, it was definitely still up there. Uh, and uh, Jey Uso seems like he has um, seen a ghost. He's like, why the like? Why did you do what you just did? Because he knew that once when Roman Reigns came to, that the punishment would basically be severe. It it would be horrifying for both of them. And then Jey Jimmy Uso says, "No, listen to me." He's looking him dead in the eye, and the cam and he's yelling, so the camera's actually able. You can hear the audio in the camera. He says. I'm doing what you should have done a long time ago. He pushes Jay away, and then he um, um, kicks Roman Reigns in the head again. And he's and Roman yeah, Roman Reigns at this point is like just completely knocked out cold. So, <laughs> so Solo Sokoa is the one who um, uh, takes the pin, or yeah, in this case, takes the pin, or in other situations, it can be like a submission. Uh, but yeah, he takes the pin for him and Roman Reigns, um, their tag team, and there's a reason for that. So, so Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn do retain the titles, and um, Sami Zayn, to an extent, gets revenge on the on the match that he tried to win for the undisputed world title back in February, but couldn't do it. So this is him basically, to an extent, getting revenge on Roman Reigns for that. But there's a reason why Roman Reigns has not taken the pin, and for that matter. Not not just in this match, but for for that matter, but also in like the last, ever since he's returned as the ultimate bad guy, it's because um, he is essentially basically on his way out. When he will drop the belt, I have no idea. Time will tell what's going to be happening with like the whole Jay and Jimmy Uso thing. Where where's Jay? Once again, where does his allegiance lie? What's going to happen to Jimmy in the aftermath of this? What's Solo Sokoa going to be end up doing? Is he eventually going to turn on Roman Reigns too? Or is he going to turn on his own brothers? It's a whole bunch of, you know, what's going to happen? Who's, um, let's say, whose side is who on? Yada, yada, yada. But the reason why Roman Reigns has uh, not taken the pin ever since he came back as this ultimate bad guy is because he's essentially kind of doing what The Rock and John Cena did before him, which is become successful in wrestling, become the face of the WWE, which is the number one wrestling company in the world, and just become such a big household name that uh, eventually the main sh- you're too good for the mainstream to ignore, and you eventually successfully transition into a Hollywood role, doing movies uh, or TV shows, whatever. So that, to this day, because um, uh, we're still going to have to wait for Friday Night Smackdown. That's the um, the name of the weekly program I've been referencing this entire time. That is still um, a few days away. And as of right now, the Night of Champions pay-per-view is the most recent thing to have happened. Not just, in w- not just for the storyline, but in all of WWE. So, uh, I cannot wait for what happens this Friday. And I will be sure to give you guys an update on what does happen this upcoming Friday. Until next time, after, what, almost an hour of this, I can't believe I actually, this is by far my longest episode, so thank you guys, if someone actually manages to listen through the entire thing, thank you guys so, so very much. Until next time, I'm El Armando Guzmano, it's been one man, one mic, no filter.